Hey, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. I am Lily. I am the founder of Healing She Got Faith, and I am the host of the Healing She Got Faith talk show. Healing She Got Faith is an organization that was created for adults who are dealing with grief and or on their self-love journey. During this talk show, we talk about grief, healing, self-love, but overall, we are encouraging you to love you the way you love the world okay so we thank you all for tuning in hey happy monday welcome to the healing she got faith show if you are new here welcome 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 if you are continuing listening thank you i appreciate you so glad to have you here today i'm kind of switching it up last week for the episode i switched it up and i recorded for i mean recorded for recorded um on my couch and then this week i'm actually at home recording outside which it's really hot out here but i don't know this is kind of my safe space i've created my safe space for me so yeah i'm outside pretty excited about that um so i you know i don't know i just it's a safe space. <laughs> Nevertheless, welcome to episode 72, where today we are talking about grieving my old self. And I feel like I've talked about this multiple times. I feel like I probably have quite a few episodes talking about grieving who I used to be, who I thought I was going to be, like really talking about your old self. But just based off of like how I recently been feeling and based off of just how life is going, I've had some revelations that I just want to come and talk about. So welcome to episode 72. Yes, episode 72, Grieving My Old Self. All right, so we are in the portion of our check-in, which is usually the first segment of every show that we do here at Healing She Got Faith talk show, okay? So what is the check-in? So the check-in is basically us asking, how are we feeling? And so typically you'll hear myself, and it, or if I have a guest, we'll always ask that question, like, how are you feeling? How are you? Or something of that nature. Because before we get started in talking, we always want to check in with ourselves. This is throughout life. This is just a great way to start your day. This is a great way to enter into every situation, even before you go to bed. How are you feeling? And so as you'll see on the show, I'll either say, how am I feeling or how are you feeling? And I'm encouraging you to do the same. So enjoy and make sure you're checking in with yourself. All right, we are in our check-in portion of the day. How am I feeling in this moment? I'm tired. <laughs> I'm hot. Um, but I feel good. I feel good. I feel a little soft and calmer. Um, I think I'm just getting ready for bed. I think, as I said earlier, I'm recording outside. Kind of had a long weekend. June is going to be extremely busy for me so definitely um definitely just fatigued but a good fatigue not a bad fatigue so um yeah I'm, I'm feeling good I'm feeling good I'm excited to get this episode out I can't believe we're on 72 also too I've been talking to some um previous co-workers and mentors and that's been really good for me yeah I'm good I'm good job so let's go ahead and jump right into our icebreaker 
here at Healing She Got Faith. No matter if we're on the podcast, no matter if we have a guest, and no matter if we're at a conference, a professional development, any type of workshop, we always do one icebreaker, which really is just me bringing a bunch of affirmation cards and we pick them and we say if they resonate with this why or why not and we discuss it it's a great icebreaker for any type of activity it really gets people talking you get people kind of comfortable it really um beats the traditional icebreaker of like the awkwardness of trying to get people's names and stuff like that but instead we ask really intense questions and or we just read some things and we read out loud and we say does it resonate why or why not a lot of times on top of that you just get people to be more comfortable in starting conversation and people start to be engaged so healing she got faith we do that no matter what and we'll always do it so here for this segment we will always welcome to our icebreaker segment All right, you are now in this segment of the icebreaker. So I am picking from the self-care empowerment deck of cards again. I like the questions because it's really intriguing and it just makes me think I'm not a person who likes questions, but I have been using these cards in my grief groups as well as just other clients. And I, I like it. I like it. So the card I picked, it said, what situations make me feel the most anxious how can i reduce or prevent these situations okay it says what situations make me feel the most anxious how can i reduce or prevent these situations what situations make me feel the most anxious i think when i am overwhelmed and i have too much going on like when There is no processing time when I have like four to five things. They're back to back when I don't have any money and people want to constantly go out when I think when there's a lack of preparation, I don't feel confident and I feel anxious when I'm really in a space that I really don't want to be in when I feel like my time isn't respected. I feel anxious about that because I feel like that's a lack of boundaries. I feel that there are, um, there is, my time isn't being respected. So yeah, I think those are, those situations make me feel the most anxious. And I think that can be anywhere from a professional presentation to simply friends asking me to hang out. How can I reduce or prevent these situations? I honestly think it's being honest with yourself and allowing people to see that you are just not available. Like allowing people to see like I'm in a season right now where I have nothing to give. And so allowing people to see that within me, allowing people to see that like Lisa is depleted and I need to respect that with her. And I think you know, telling people no, don't tell people, like, don't allow people to tell you how to run your life, like, no, you don't get to tell me, like, I have, um, I think I posted a Facebook message today, a Facebook post, or reposted it, I should say, and it said, um, 
please let's normalize not not opening gifts at baby showers and i was like oh my gosh that is like the worst part of baby showers and bridal showers and somebody was like yeah i tried to do that but my my family wanted me to open it in front of them and i was like yeah i would tell them no like you don't get to dictate my household or get you don't need to see my face when i open these gifts like i'm gonna tell you thank you so um they would not be dictating what I do, especially at an event that I'm planning. So they would have to be mad at me. So I got no kids now, y'all. Yeah, so I would not be opening the gifts. But I think stuff like that, like we really have to learn to tell people to like, no. I think that's just as simple without explanation. We really have to like stick to our boundaries. So we'll set our boundaries first and then stick to our boundaries and then like allow people to see that like this is my boundary like you should be the type of person where people are like nah, I'm, I'm not even gonna ask Lisa that because I already know like she go to bed at nine o'clock you know or just let her know like hey we're doing this at nine o'clock but I know you have a bedtime so no pressure but we're doing that so I think like because the thing about it is people don't care that they're selfish right and people are not worried about how you feel so being at a place where you can confidently say like this is where i'm at and this is where i'm going to be so with that being said the answer is no and it's going to be no <laughs> so i think like just to reduce situations like that like you just really have to stick to your guns and really like really decide what brings you happiness what do you want to do what are you going to do what what does that look like so, I yeah, I, I think I think that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and jump right into our topic of the day, which is grieving my old self. And now you are entering into the main course meal of the episode which is the topic so you can always find the topics either in the show notes or on the calendar or on social media but this is the portion where we literally break down the topic and just have a real life discussion of life so enjoy the episode hope you take something good from me always remember to love you the way you love the world and now we are in the topic of the day which is grieving my old self okay so <clears throat> what does that mean so i went out with one of my friends i used to work with her she used to be a co-worker of mine and we went and got ice cream went and had some brunch food it was great and we were kind of reminiscing just on the type of work we used to do and we were reminiscing on um the experience we had the students and like just how we evolved as social workers how we have evolved in professionalism and just things of that nature and so one of the things that i really um realized was like i'm glad we took our power back by we both created our own organizations and based off of all the bad experiences that we had, 
we have um, created the environment that we wanted out of life, right? And one of the things I miss, okay, so there's like two parts to this. When I was in my earlier 20s, I had a lot of energy. Like, I could do so much. I was a go-getter. Like, I would do any and everything for anybody, anytime. Pay was not important. I kind of wish I had that energy now, but I just wish I had, like, the boundaries part of that, right? Because I didn't know about burnout, and I didn't know how real burnout was. Um... (laughs) I did not know how real burnout was, but I learned fast. My young self learned really fast. So with that being said, like, I miss the confidence I had. Like, when I was in my early 20s, like, I I eluded a lot of confidence. I'll say that because there was a lot of times where I felt like I should not have been in the room. And I was, but I wish now I had the opportunities to be in those rooms with those people because, like, I definitely have the confidence now. But, uh I'm grieving the confidence of I deserve to be here. I deserve the opportunity as much as the next person. I'm grieving just being confident as a person. Like, I was so proud to be a social worker. I was so proud to be Lisa. Um, But Lisa back then did not have emotional intelligence. I do not grieve that part. (laughs) She was really immature. And I was talking about that to my friend. I was like, we we had some immature staff moments. But as I reconnected with a lot of my old coworkers and mentors this last week, I have one coworker who was actually my boss. And I just was like, I was so immature working with you. I was good at what I did, but I was so immature. And like, sometimes I feel so icky, like, ooh, like you were so immature. (laughs) I was, um, but I do miss the energy. I miss the person who wanted to grow. I miss the person who was so hungry. I don't miss the person who settled. And I think now it's hard for me to be motivated and it's hard for me to really see some of that stuff because I won't settle now. Like I have a high standard, a very reasonable standard. However, I just don't, I just, I don't know the balance. I don't know the middle of that. So I do miss her, but I also don't miss a lot of the stuff. Um, (laughs) Something I grieve is I was always so helpful. Like I was always showing up for people and I was just always there. Like I was that friend that like, if you invited me, I was going to be there. Even if I didn't know you, even if I like barely met you, like I was going to be there. Um, And I felt like now as an adult, I realized that was me showing up because I wanted people to show up for me. And I wanted you to really think I was a good person because I was showing up, which, you know, there's two sides to that, right? There's like this fake side, like, oh, you doing it to get recognition. But there's this other side that is yearning. Like, if I show up, you're going to you're going to be my friend. You're going to love me because I'm showing up. Right. I'm doing this for you. Like, this is what you ask. So I'm doing it. And you're going to love me. And that's that's the part of me who is yearning for love. That's the part of me that's yearning for that. So. Now I'm in this place in 2023 where I don't have anything to give. 
I don't have anything to give and I miss not, I miss not being fatigued from love, right? I miss not being fatigued from energy and I'm grieving that because there was a point where I would show up to everything and I had energy. I could stay up past nine. I miss that. I could go all day without eating and sleeping. I do kind of miss that because sometimes I'm like, I just feel like I'm laying here and I'm boring. Like I feel that I'm so much more boring now than I've ever been. And part of that is just how I feel about myself right now. The other part is like, I'm, I'm figuring out like who I am because even I'm turning 32 this year and I feel that I'm just now an adult. I feel that at this point in my life, I'm just now an adult. And because I'm just now an adult, I'm transitioning into adulthood. And so I'm feeling the transitional pains of that immature Lisa is not here. That younger Lisa is fully gone. What's that TikTok? Take her to the moon, Riley. And then, like this sad TikTok. Um, <laughs> that's how I feel like. I feel that I'm letting go of younger Lisa and I'm now becoming adult Lisa. And what that looks like for adult Lisa is adult Lisa has boundaries. I'm a lot more quieter. I don't speak as much. Um, I don't like to be around crowds of people. I don't like to be out all day. I do like to socialize and I do want like a group of friends. However, I don't want to be out all day. I don't want to hang out with you for five hours. Like, why can't I just hang out with friends for an hour? Like, <laughs> um, Even though the friend I hung out with, um, we did hang out for quite some time, but it had been a minute. But, like, there's some people who, like, they want to talk on the phone. I don't have the stamina for that. Like, like my sister has sent me some jobs, and I know, like, she's trying to be helpful. But, like, the jobs that she's sending me, I don't even have the stamina for that like I don't I, I can't and I've turned down jobs because I already know like I don't have it in me I don't want to go back to living in survival like at all like I really really don't want to go back like I'm looking for something like specifically and adult leases understand that like, there's certain things that certain standards we're looking for and there's also stuff that like we can't even comprehend like what it is and so like I used to know exactly who I wanted to be in my 20s and I used to know exactly what I wanted out of life I even had like an ideal man and I like at the age of 32 I just don't even have that anymore like I just do you like me are you not gonna cheat on me you're not gonna hurt me like are you a mama's boy? Because, listen, it's a lot of questions we got to ask, okay? <laughs> um, I'm transitioning. And I miss the part of life where I was not transitioning. And there's a part of me that misses the part where I didn't have the emotional intelligence because I was able to live life as if, as if I was living my full potential. But really, I just, I didn't know. And now I do know. And with knowing now, there comes a responsibility with that. And so I'm forced to have boundaries. I'm forced to only do certain things. I'm forced to say no. 
because I want to be better. I want to be a better person. I want to live longer. I want to do things for me. I want to do stuff. And when you think about healing, she got faith. And you think about our life slogan, which is love you the way you love the world. This is that transition of I am like going into the season of where I am thoroughly living that out. Like I've always said it and I've always known what it's meant. But now my life is forcing me to really, really live that part. My life is forcing me to really, really be at a place where I have to love me the way I love the world. Showing up for other people is great. I love community. But when I'm not being poured back into, like, I can't show up. You know, I don't have the financial freedom right now. I wish I did. Because there was a point where I did have it. I was getting what I needed. And then I decided to open a physical building. And oh, yeah. Y'all want to hear that story? <laughs> Y'all want to hear that? Because, oh, my gosh. Um, I was talking to somebody yesterday who's having some business issues. And the person kept saying, I'm at square one. I'm at square one. Um going on job interviews i'm searching for jobs i'm doing this and i'm not gonna lie like while we were talking i had to give me a drink because it was triggering me like i was like i'm about to cry because i'm in the same boat like i'm not making the financial contribution that i thought i would be and when you get to that point as a business owner and you see all these successful businesses and you're doing everything you can and you're showing up every single day and you're asking why me like why is it like what am i doing so wrong it it, it can do damage and i try to check my ego i try to i'm really big on ego like i try to check my ego like stop telling me i'm a failure cuz i'm not i'm not a failure stop telling me I'm a failure because sometimes you have to talk to your ego like that sometimes you have to check your ego and sometimes you have to tell your mind to shut up and tell your mind that what what's going on up here is not real so shut up <laughs> um yeah I miss I'm grieving the part of me who wasn't always overstimulated. Um, because of that, I can't do a lot. Like, I can't handle it. I can't have full days. I have to process it. But let me talk about, let's talk about therapy and, and that. Because in therapy, I've learned that one of the reasons why I was so cranky was because I never had processing time. I never had the time to... Um, I never had the time to um, process what was going on. There was always people in the house. There was always people. There was always something going on in my house. And so I'm the type of person I need alone time. I need solo time. I need a break between one event to the next event. Like I need to chill out. Um, being around a lot of loud noises doesn't do well for me. Um because I just need the time to process. And in therapy, I've learned that, like, Lisa, you weren't a grumpy child. You just were asking for a long time, but you were a child. You didn't know to ask. 
you didn't know to say, hey, mom, I need a long time right now. We did a lot today. I need a long time. We've been in the sun. We've been to the park. We've been grocery shopping. We've been to the mall. We ate ice cream. Like, I need time to process all that. Like, even though that stuff is fun, because I've been around um, people all day, I have to process. And I'm like that as an adult. Like, when I'm around people, I legit have to, like, because I can't handle it. So I love who I am now because I know that cognitively. I know that. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Like, just grieving my old self. I think it comes down to you have to really know yourself. And it's okay to miss who you used to be. But it's also okay to embrace. There's duality, right? So we talked about this last week. There's duality in I grieve my old self but I'm also really proud of who I am today. They can both exist at the same time. Who I am today is a beautiful person and she brings so much to the table and who I was was a beautiful person and also brought a lot to the table, but we're now in a transition to where I have to say goodbye to her. I miss her, but I'm also proud of who I am. There's duality in that. So yeah, if you're missing your old self, if there's transitions or different seasons that you're going through right now you're not quite sure how to handle it that's okay it's okay give yourself grace go over what it is that you miss what it is that you're doing and then adjust and move forward i'm gonna say that with my career right now i don't know what the future holds but i do know that i'm at a season where i have to adjust and move forward the difference between 32-year-old Lisa and 21-year-old Lisa is that I know what I want. There's a standard versus 21-year-old Lisa just accepted anything. She settled. And because 32-year-old Lisa refuses to settle, it's a little bit more harder because we have standards now. Okay? So, that is our topic of the day, grieving my old self. That was episode 72. As you know, we're going to end on our affirmation. Oh, well, I'll say it in the next segment. But yeah, we're going to end on our affirmation. All right. See y'all next week. All right. So you are now about to hear our affirmation. I want to give you an affirmation to carry for the week. So from Monday to Monday, you at least have an affirmation that you are repeating to yourself every day. She got faith. Listen, we want to give you affirmation to get through the week. So enjoy. All right, we are now in the affirmation segment of episode 72. So welcome to episode 72's affirmation. So what I'm going to do in this affirmation, well, this month for our affirmations, is I'm actually going to um, do affirmations that are for my business. So we're solely focusing on business affirmations. This week's affirmation is my work makes a difference in this world i know this for a fact my work makes a difference in this world i know this for a fact because there aren't too many grief organizations i know this for a fact because my clients have told me so i know i'm good at what i do i know that people need to heal i know that people need grief and i know that people need a safe space and i've created that because it was something i needed i created it and i know it works and so it is making a difference on this world. People are healing. We are healing together. So 
my work makes a difference in this world. And I know that for a fact. So speak this from today to next Monday, whatever your work is. It don't even have to be something big, but whatever your work is, my work makes a difference in this world. All right, guys. I love you, but love you the way you love the world. I'll catch you next Monday. All right, we have came to the end of our show. I really appreciate you for listening and sticking with us and coming every Monday at 3 p.m. Central to hang out with us. I appreciate you guys. I can't thank you enough to my listeners, followers, everybody, friends, family who loves and believes in everything that I'm doing. I really, really thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you, but I always want you to remember to love you the way you love the world. And I'll catch you next Monday. Bye, guys.